This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to a brand new episode, Marking Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 148. Uh, I am your host, Brandon. Should I always go into that or what? You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I'm doing awesome as always. Dave, uh, you can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. How are you doing? Woo! I'm doing awesome. I'm ready for a, oh, you're doing I'm awesome, ready for a great you? podcast. Yes. Uh, what else do we have to discuss? It was Thanksgiving. Uh, we did yes, that already we last episode. We spoke about that last episode. Um, Thanksgiving and all that fun stuff. We are recording a lot earlier this week than normally we would, but uh, you guys seem to enjoy it. You yes, guys we do had a podcast. Something, something came up and we got to record early. So I mean, We do a podcast and you guys listen to it, so I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, what else do we talk about? Let's comments. Kick, yeah, let's kick it off right about comments, now questions. with the fan questions and comments. Thank you these, to these people that who got into that caught their questions in at the last moment. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, and the very first question or comment is from Chris. Oh my God! First comment. Huge fan of the show. The Wolfpack players tear it up every week. Gentlemen, here's an idea I had, and let me know what you think. With tables, ladders, and chairs coming up, what would you think about Sami Zayn debuting and being a helping hand in both handicap matches that, like, similar to his NXT debut by doing double duty? LOL, duty. Really, Chris? <laughs> From there, he can go on to feud with The Shield, or more importantly, Dean Ambrose, and win the United States Championship. My idea, let me know what you think. Hashtag Dave doesn't suck. Thank you for writing in. Um, I'm unsure about that idea with the Sami Zayn debuting at TLC. It's it is an interesting thought, though. That's all you have to say about it. Yeah, that? I mean, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm just uncertain about it. What, I, what I, no, I think I like it. I like the idea. I could. I mean, do I see it happening? No, but I would. I honestly, I'd pop for that. Honestly, Mark dreams. I still wish that he comes out to Bouncy Souls. I still wish Cassius. Dude, no, just think, I don't give a shit about him anymore. Yeah, okay. But I'm just sure think about it. If if Bouncy Souls hit the ole 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 ole, I feel like no matter who comes out through that curtain, the crowd is just gonna automatically go crazy and pop for the just the music alone maybe but yeah that's not happening all right this one is from jasmine hey guys great podcast i enjoyed hearing you guys going back and forth you guys are too funny she didn't say too funny she said too funny no she said too funny t-w-o that is not t-w-o that's too funny t-o-o too funny there's three twos I'm sorry, you're just too cool. Uh, now that, about that too as well. <laughs> now about too cool. Too cool. <laughs> now about Sin Cara. I'm wondering why Unico wrestled as him last night on Raw. People are saying that he's done with the company or that he's still having issues with his visa. Stuff like that. Just wanted to know what you guys thought about it. Anyway, thanks again for for the fun episode. Uh, thank you very much for writing to us, Jasmine. And 
Yeah, we were going to talk... You want to talk about Unico now or a little bit later? Uh, let's talk about that later. Okay, we're going to talk about that a little bit later when we speak about Raw, but we'll definitely make sure we speak a little bit longer about that topic. Yeah, but thanks for sending in your comment and question. Next is from... Does Jasmine have a Twitter handle? Probably. You, you always write into us, just leave the Twitter handle, I'm curious. Like, I'm curious <laughs> to, like, put the tweets to us with the people commenting. Yeah, Tito Vergara wrote in to us. Hey guys, every time I say hey guys, I feel like Colt Cabana. Am I right though? Does he say that often? Yeah. That's weird. Hey guys, that's weird. Hey, you barely listen to it. Yeah, I don't know. You, you don't listen to it. <laughs> hey guys, Colin Cabana here. That's Colin why. Cabana. Yeah. I have followed you guys on Twitter and I finally got around to listening to the podcast and I love it. Quick question. I've been watching a lot of 2004-2005 SmackDown episodes, and I forgot how awesome JBL is on the microphone. Between him, Eddie Guerrero, John Cena, Kurt Angle, and even Big Show, SmackDown was a show that was worth watching. Now, not so much. With the brand extension finally being over, officially being over, will this hurt or help the roster as a whole? Will it expose more talent or just bring out more of the same boring thing? Thanks for being awesome, Tito. P.S. I'm a huge JBL fan, and I w- and was just wondering if you guys find him Hall of Fame worthy. Also, if you think him having another run with a young superstar would be something that could work. Wait. Also, if you think him having another run would be something that would work. Yeah, that could work. Uh, SmackDown 2005 was a great time for SmackDown. I think during that time I was... I can't recall if I was like watching every week because at the time I was in college. So I, I'm trying to think if I was because there was a t- period, time period where I didn't watch for a little bit. Um, but you were pretty much glued to it at that time, right? I mean, I was always glued to it, but like I, I just don't recall it. I do. But. I do think that was a better time at SmackDown's. I mean, TV. Yeah, since it for, since SmackDown yeah. really debuted, but um, uh, brand extension wise. Uh, that's like the thing, man. I don't. I really don't know. Well, the branding session I feel like has been over for a long time. Like even though it hasn't been stated, I feel like we've been seeing raw wrestlers on SmackDown. There is no really wrestler that is devoted to a single. Um, but I think now television show, quote unquote, officially over. As in, like they're trying to unify the champion and everything. I like. I really. I, I can't see them new talent being. I don't see, to be honest, I don't see anything changing. I mean, because look, at, look, look at the, what past, the matches even. Yeah, but John past, Cena versus Randy Orton. Yeah, but the past uh, year, or even longer than a year, the brand extension has been uh, not even present. Everybody's been going back and forth with SmackDown Raw, seeing Punk's on SmackDown this week, Cena's on all over the place. Not really. So, not for Cena, not really. But still, the other wrestlers have been. So I don't think a lot's gonna, a lot is going to change. I think they're still going to give t- uh, time to the mid carders and the younger talent. And I, I think it's going to be pretty much the same thing that we're watching today. Yeah, and as far as uh, JBL goes, I think one hundred percent definitely a yeah. Hall of Fame player. In I mean, books. Yeah, he doesn't have the same career as uh, uh, Ron Simmons, his alkalites buddy, APA uh, tag team partner. But he still has a very um, uh, prestigious career. Yeah, especially I mean, honestly, with- JBL was one of my favorite champions. Yeah, that whole run with JBL as like a whole was phenomenal. That they were even able to draw that out of him because we only knew him 
for the most part, we only knew him as Bradshaw, this beer-drinking guy just beating the crap out of everybody. And then JBL was born, this rich, snobby guy that came from New York City. Yeah, doing all that. He was on CNN a bunch of like, times. And then he was WWE champion. And I was like, wow, like they're actually doing this. And that's awesome, I really think. I, I thought it was very smart, especially because I think he came out with that gimmick when WWE started going uh, started with their stock market, with the stock exchange. Uh, I think it was around the same time, so. 2005. No, it's actually, WWE. it was 1999. So my my bad. Yeah, well, I was going to say that too. It went public, so yeah. Yeah, but definitely JBL. I mean, did so much for the company in 2005, and I'm sure I don't know if the stocks much so showed that, but I mean, I definitely put him in the Hall of Fame. Next uh, comment or thank you first, I should say, uh, for the being actually first time listener. That's thank you. Uh, next question comment is from Aaron. Uh, hey guys, another amazing episode as always. First off, as I told Brandon on Twitter, I wanted to clear up some of my points on this whole Triple H debate. Brandon used the word made a lot. He didn't make this guy or that guy. I never said he made anyone. I was stating certain moments where Triple H put someone over and helped them either get into the next level or get to the next level or help them become a bigger star. Anyway, we'll just have to agree to disagree. I'm I haven't said to that think, in a while. I was going to say, I'm starting to think our Aaron is uh, Chris. <laughs> uh, for my question, I was wondering if you could give us your slammy predictions. I don't know if you are or if you are, do so already. But I'd like to hear your thoughts on who gets the awards. Uh... Also, no. I was gonna. Why, what are you gonna do? I was gonna say that. Uh, I was gonna throw in a plug for the Marky Awards. Oh, what's we, that? Well, we have Marky Awards <laughs> this year. Yeah. I don't know when yet, but we'll figure it out. It'll be later December. And now here is my older brother Jared to read the rest of this question. Also, there has been talk that Mark Henry and Big E Langston aren't going to be together for a very, very long, and that Henry will turn on Langston in the near future. Are you serious? Would you guys like to see that feud for the IC title? For the record, I won't. I I won't. Yeah, I think he meant I don't. But for the record, the font is nine. Yes, nine. For the for the record, my older brother graduated high school, graduated college for like an eight year degree, has a PhD and whatever, and can't even read a simple sentence. Thanks again, the number one Brandon Mark Aaron. P.S. After last week's episode, I was agreeing with Dave a lot about most things, especially the unification stuff. So for now, I will suspend my use of the hashtag, hashtag Dave still sucks. Gracias, good brother. Yes. So uh, what do we want to touch on here first? Can I, can I touch on something real fast? Yeah, what do you what? want to touch on? I'm pretty sure the, the correct pronunciation of that name is Aaron. No, it's Aaron. Bam so, yeah, it said, it says said like Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> this kid's terrible. He can't read anything. Oh, well, did, I just, did I just defend this guy? No, you didn't defend him. No, <laughs> no, it says up the top at the top, but he didn't see that before. Right. I mean, it's, it's Aaron. I said like Aaron. You know. So fans aren't listening to hear you say so. Uh, mm, uh, nah, oh, so, so then uh, we're saying so we're saying that it's Anron then, not Enron. No, it's Aaron. People are really like you're. 
being stupid right now. We have a show to do. Okay. Please leave. You're, you're helping Brandon. Please leave. You're helping no. Brandon gain fans. Yeah. No. Please leave. <laughs> Get out of the room and leave right now. This is this is what too bad. It sounds too like bad he can't. Too bad he can't gain fans like he gains weight. Oh, Bam Roosted. <laughs> People, you just made yourself an instant heel on this show. <laughs> dick. Yeah. So let's cover that real fast. Uh, I mean, I, I do see your point with Triple H, but I really, I don't know, man. It, he's just, I was a fan of Triple H when I first started watching wrestling. And then around like 2004, 2005, it just started getting way too much Triple H and got very bored of him. Really? I Yeah. I surprisingly wasn't bored of him at the time. Like Evolution, I liked it, but then just started getting more and more Triple H and I was like, Oh god. Just more and more and but uh Biggie Langston thoughts. We'll do Slammy predictions last after this. But uh Biggie Langston, Mark Henry. I I could definitely see that. Um, the rumor is that they're trying to do the uh, Biggie Langston versus Mark Henry at WrestleMania, um, and I, I would be a supporter of that match. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I would like to see Mark Henry defeat Biggie Langston for the Intercontinental Championship because it's clear and apparent that Mark Henry is not getting the WWE championship. Yeah, I was, I was, championship. I was gonna say I think that that's the one championship that everybody wants to see Mark Henry win is the WWE championship. Yeah. Well, not everyone, but me. Uh, I think I think but. a good uh, amount of people that have been watching since the Attitude Era want to see Mark Henry finally get that WWE Championship, uh, considering how much time and effort he has put in and given to the WWE and the WWE uh, universe. Yeah, but uh, I really I would like to see him. Obviously, I want to see him as a face, and I want to see Langston as a heel or uh, a person who does his own finisher on my TV or whatever. You know I'm, what I mean? get, I'm good get, with Mark Henry my face or a heel. Yeah, I, mean, I am. Honestly, I am too. In, my, in my eyes, I'm always going to be a fan of his. Right. I was going to just say that it, it, no matter what, face or heel, I'm still going to cheer for Mark Henry over Biggie Langston. Yeah, but, I think I think a fair amount of people would too. Yeah. Do you have any um, Do you have any comments to say about the hashtag? Oh, I, I did already. I yeah, said but any more further? Brother. Like, no, yeah, I appreciate it. it. Good brother, who are you? Luke Gallows? Yeah, no. Good brother. I mean, everything he, he everything he said is exactly uh, even before is exactly what I think. Right yeah. now, right now, uh, Brandon's making that. fun of Aaron. No, I'm not. So. I am not. He knows better. Does he? Yeah. Does he? So the WWE Slammy Awards oh. are coming us coming to us live next Monday night on Raw. The uh, categories are what. I'm gonna Maurice you right there. Um, oh, Maurice! I am. I don't know if I'm a fan of it ha- taking place during Raw, like how the Slammies used to be. I like Slammies being a separate thing where the guy, where everybody wears like a tuxedo, dresses up nice, has a little a little um, uh, gathering, as opposed to it being during Raw. I'm just not a fan of it. I mean, I I'm a fan either way. Well, it depends if I'm a fan or either way. Because that Dennis Nick. Miller thing in 2009, I think it was, was god awful. Yeah. It's funny. Like I was I'm watching. Say that a lot. I was yeah. watching back, like with the Slammys being brought up. I was watching uh, Owen Hart's acceptance speeches. Well, the only two that he has. But I was watching those, and when he's going back to his table, high fiving all the bulldog and everyone, Jim Cornette. I remember as a kid watching that and be like, "Wow, the heels know how to have like not the heels. I didn't know them as the heels, but I was just like." Those guys know exactly how to have fun. 
they're all high-fiving Owen Hart, and, like, yeah, I know that they're bad guys, but how happy and, like, like they just look like they were generally, generally having fun. So, I guess I was a big heel uh, supporter well, as a kid. Yeah, because you liked wearing your mother's shoes. Yes. <laughs> fact. It is a big fact. Yeah. But, uh... I mean, I guess the closest Kinky that they... Boots. Yeah, hilarious. I Next. think the, the closest that they came to this was the Raw 10th anniversary. They, they had, like, awards for that Raw X at... Uh, it was at the Hard Rock. It might have been the WWE New York or the World at the time. But in New York City, they had that, and everyone... Like, that's when Diva, uh, Trish Stratus won Diva of the Year or whatever, or De- I, Diva of the Decade, I mean. I can't recall. Yeah, but it's stuff like that. Where sometimes I do wish they did more sit-down events like that. I mean, the WWE Hall of Fame, I'm a huge fan of that. I think it's it also plays a factor. It's always cool and interesting to see, to see the how pro- they interact. Well, yeah. And how they sit around each other. And- exactly. To see the pro wrestlers outside of the gimmicks, outside of the characters that they're portraying on television. It's always cool to see them, as you just said, interacting outside of everything. Yeah, which is why I'm a huge supporter of Total Divas, even though we could tell it's most of it's yeah. scripted, but the categories they have are going to be, or it's going to be fan voted, I guess, for the WWE app. Yeah, I don't even know if I trust it. I don't know either. Superstar of the year, extreme moment of the year, insult of the year, double cross of the year. This is awesome moment of the year, total diva of the year, of the year, LOL moment of the year, and match of the year. All right, let's go through them. Uh, superstar of the year. Oh, excuse me. That made me want to throw up. Um. Huh. Who are you going? Too much dead air. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, CM Punk, John Cena. I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Fan voted? Uh, if it's fan voted, I'm going Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll go with Daniel Bryan too. Uh, extreme moment of the year? I can't even remember. <sighs> um, <laughs> this is not a good thing to yeah, do right we now. We should have prepped for this. Yeah. But... I mean, Can I, we, like, I think no. Come back to it. No, I, let's just go to do the ones that we think like that we could do right off the top of our heads at least. Like match of the year, for me, match of the year. I think a lot of people are going to go with WrestleMania or something or yeah. pay-per-view. I'm going to go with John Cena versus CM Punk on Raw from Monday Night Raw in like February. The yeah, the one where CM Punk goes for the pile driver. I know for a fact that that's going to be one of the marquee nominations. Yeah, that if you forgot about that match, definitely go back and watch it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the LOL moment of the year, maybe the return of uh, Mark Henry's child, uh, Hand. Was that was that was this year? I think was so. Was that January, February? Was it this year? I don't know. I don't know. It all blurs into one at times. Yeah. Yeah. Total Diva of the Year, it's, I mean, AJ obviously is going to be involved with that, but I see it being someone like, hmm, ooh, they, would they give it to Eva Marie? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> would, would it be Natty? Probably Natalia. Yeah, I'll go with Natalia. This is awesome moment of the year. For me, honestly. Big swing on Giant Kali. Ooh, great Kali. I don't know. Is I it Giant Kali or Great Kali? Great Kali. Yeah, I'd go with big big swing on Great Kali. For me, honestly, it'd be that night after WrestleMania. I don't think they would actually... They have to. They have to. They would have um, to. Double cross of the year. I'd go with... Triple H on Daniel Bryan. Really? That's, yes, one hundred percent. That led to so much. I wouldn't go with that. What would you go with? There's nothing else to go with. Miz. I don't know. I hate taking so much time on this. Like, there's nothing else. No, there's other insult stuff. of the there's year other stuff out there. Insult of the year is is 
honestly, it should be making Randy Orton WWE champion. Yeah. That's the biggest insult of the or, my... or Or the naming whatever as we get forward. <laughs> the unified Yeah, the unified that's not That's not going to be it. There, It's just what the fans wanted, quote-unquote. Yeah. But that's all we're going to do for the Slammy Awards right now. Sorry for to disappoint Yeah, it's, you. there's too much dead air. Yeah, but thank you to everyone who sent in questions, comments. Uh, we appreciate yes, you guys. I, I actually didn't expect any comments and questions for the show because we did um, tell you guys that we were going to record um, with sh- uh, such short notice to you. So I was really surprised with that. Thank you so much for uh, not letting us down. Yeah. Uh, now, after the comments, let's move on to some independent professional wrestling, shall we? Let's do it up. This past week in NYWC, Draw the Line took place, where the main event was Biggie, uh, Biggie, <laughs> oh. uh, the NYWC champion, Big O, defending it against Tony Nice. Yeah. What was that? I don't know. Where the Jeez. loser, uh, see, this is confusing, though. If the loser, the loser of this match had to leave... For 60 days or 30 days? 60. Okay, because I think I saw on the website it said 30. Uh-uh. But I, no, it's always, no, on the website. Yeah, on the website it was always 60. But on, like they have like pictures or something, I, I think. I saw 30 somewhere. But uh, 60 days, yeah. So what do you want to do? Do you want to run up straight down the card? Or? Yeah, sure. Uh, the opening bout was John Silver versus uh, the Jolly Roger, a.k.a. J-Ro. And Johnny Silver won. Yeah. Silver picking up the uh, win. And that's all. That's I mean, we're always a fan of Silver. It's and he, you can't go wrong with him opening up the event, right? Uh, Mikey Whipwreck and Stockade teamed up, tag team champions, uh, defending their championships against Matt Justice and Jesse Vane. They did lose the championships, the titles. I was going to say titles, so championships came out as well. Their footsteps relaxed. I don't know if it picks up. If they do, it does. But. Uh, yeah, yeah, so new tag team champions and Matt um, Justice and Jesse Payne. How it all went down was they um, I don't Justice know what's and, going on up there. Justice and Vane um, <laughs> cut a little promo saying that if Whipwreck and Stockade uh, use any weapons during the match and get DQ'd, going back to like their hardcore hardcore uh, instincts, then they automatically lose the tag team championships. And during the match, the chair a uh, chair got involved. And they didn't actually use the chair, but the referee saw them with the chair and called the match, saying that they got DQ'd for using the chair. Interesting. So, and I was saying uh, in the last episode when we were talking about this match that it's great, always great to see other uh, wrestlers hold the championships, especially the younger talent. Um, and I mean, not to say that Justice has been around for a very long time. Jesse Vane is, um, from what I know, is pretty. Is freshly is pretty new, yeah. But it's definitely great to see them. Uh, I guess leaving their mark, leaving their mark on NYWC. Yeah, and speaking of leaving marks on NYWC, uh, CZW owner, yeah, DJ Hyde teamed up with Flawless Blake Morris to defeat Dicky Rods and Nikki Adams. Uh, I'm actually really happy that Nikki Adams is wrestling, dudes. Yeah, she's. I mean, she. I'm. I'm happy. I'm always happy to see any female wrestler wrestle dudes because there's no reason why they shouldn't. Yeah, which I mean, not that this is on topic, but with the WWE video games, and everything. It always. It's so disappointing now that they just 
they got rid of that feature that I could do intergender matches without yeah. actually getting DQ. I mean, there are a good majority of them are fully capable of holding their own in a ring with a, a male. Well, so not, why not? Not WWE divas wise. Well, that's men. what I'm saying. A good, uh, which is something I'd like to see. Like we've never seen. We've never. The I only, mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that the Bellas can. I mean, I'm I'm pretty positive they can. That's really weird that you said Why? that. I don't know. Because I figured that you were talking about someone like the Bellas not being able to hold them up their own. Yeah, I don't think... I, because, like, it's... Men? A, yeah, because it, it's a balance of the male wrestler and the female wrestler. If the female wrestler is is um, very petite, it still uh, it depends a lot about, uh, on the male. I mean, look at Kenny Omega. He wrestled the yeah, little well, right, uh, right, right, right. six-year-old girl and made her look... Like, amazing. Well, what I was going to say is that the only time we've ever had a man and a woman hold a championship together was Chris Jericho in China, if uh-huh. I'm not mistaken. There might have been other times. Like, we've seen other times where women have helped men win their championship in the match or whatever, or, def- or of course. Uh, retain their yeah. championship. But we've never actually seen a man and a woman team up to actually be tag team champions or something like that. To which I would like to kind of see Tyson Kidd and Natalia somehow, like obviously not now because the tag team champions are gold. You're not going to see that type of situation. I don't think you're going to ever see a female. Don't say, don't say that though. Don't say, say never. I'm going to say that I don't, don't think don't you'll say never though. You'll never see a female wrestle a male on WWE television as long as WWE is sold publicly. I do uh, not think. I don't think that's and true. As at long all. As We've Linda, seen that. As long as Linda McMahon is still trying to run uh, as a politician, I don't think you're ever going to see a male wrestling a female. But we'll see. I mean, hope really. I, I would, would. What would you? Yeah, think no, I that? I agree with you. I would. I I'm all for intergender matches. I don't think that there's a problem with it. They are both athletes, and and I think as as far as holding their own, I think Natty could hold and her own. Let's in that just. Situation. I think they. I think a good majority can hold their own. I mean, like I said, it really depends on uh, like the um, the chemistry between the two people. So I really think that they could they could do it. Yes, and speaking of holding their own, Francis Kiplin Stevens, the Fusion Champion, retained his championship when he defeated Mike Mondo. Yes, hip hip hooray! No, um, hip kip. Oh yeah, Bam Rose. I, I always say hip hip. You always use Bam Rose too much. You do. You use it when it's inappropriate too. Yes. Uh, Vitko, Brian Vitko defeated Just Incredible, but there's a little issue here. Just Incredible no-showed, didn't show up, and Vitko kind of defeated him by count-out. Yeah. But you know what? Vitko issued the challenge. Credible. Vitko's always good in our books, so he deserves this victory. Yeah. Uh, JT Kaysen, King Mega, and Alvin Alvarez defeated J-Red. Justin Toxic and Brian XL. This, I mean, another match. These are three wrestlers taking on. Uh, I guess <laughs> this is these are three wrestlers taking on three wrestlers. No, they they've been around uh, NYWC for a good amount of time. Minus Alvin, I mean Megan Kaysen. They've been around a good amount of time, as opposed yeah. to Red Toxic and Brian XL. Yeah. Uh, Grim Reefer defeated the product David Starr and the Greek God Papadon. Uh, I was actually very surprised at this one. Just because Grim Reefer, it, I mean, yes, he has been on NYWC a lot more um, recently, but still, I mean, David Starr is one of these up and coming wrestlers. If I'm not mistaken, he's dating uh, Sonny. Oh, I, I have no idea. Think. I don't know. 
I, I remember always seeing her like tout him out there and put him out there on oh, social media. Maybe. Who um, knows? Yeah. But yeah, I, so I, 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 I could only I've, – I've never personally seen him wrestle. I'm interested in seeing David Starr, uh, a match of his. Um, and Papa Don, he's he's the great god. He's he should be signed by the WWE. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and on to the main event: Big O defeating defeating uh, Anthony Nice to retain the heavyweight title. So Anthony nice is goodbye for sixty days. Yeah. Which is very understandable. Uh, nice has just finished up his tour in Japan. He's not even uh, like three weeks back. He's like three weeks back in the U.S. I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to do a little tour of everything and then make his way back to NYWC. Hopefully he – maybe uh, WWE uh, has ca- uh, called him or something like that. That'd be, that'd be phenomenal. I mean Tony Nese in WWE, come on. And I would love big, to see that. Who, who's going to stop Big O? The guy is a powerhouse and he's only been improving. Uh, every match that he has had, he's only improving and taking strides – to become that quality superstar that he's capable of being. Yes. And I cannot be more proud of seeing the improvement um, of the Big O in the ring. Yeah. And NYWC's next show comes to you live at the Sportatorium on Saturday, December 21st. The uh, doors are at 6. Bell time is 7. Tickets, 25 bucks for front row. General admission, $20. Go to mywcwrestling.com for more information. Yeah, it's well worth your time. It's very, as a lot of indie shows are, NYWC Sportatorium is a very, uh, it's a tight arena. Um, not that much space, but you, you feel like you're, no matter, even if you're in the general admission, you feel like you're in the front row to witness this I mean, event. You basically are. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really awesome to witness and go check it out, NYWC uh, wrestling.com. Yes. Now uh, you wanted to mention Shine Wrestling? Uh, yes, of course. When don't I want to mention <laughs> Wrestling? Uh, just like the Ender... Inter- Dave, stop that. Stop. That's inappropriate. Just like the intergender matches, I'm always a supporter of female wrestlers because I do think that they have the same capability of any male wrestler that you see on television. A lot of these female wrestlers are very talented and so, should be given the So are you saying that any female wrestler could be WWE champion. I wouldn't be surprised if... Well, I don't know. Because then it all goes into perspective of the viewer. I don't know if viewers would be people, open to that. Honestly, people would hate that. That's the thing, I'd like, be all for that. I know. Just, like, just I, because that's something that shakes something, shakes it up a little that's bit. That's the thing. Like, I'm forward. I'm and if somebody that can wrestle, sorry to cut you okay, off. Okay, let's just say a, a woman like Samurai... It's funny how Samurai I said it. It's funny how that I said Sarah, sorry to cut you off and then yeah. you cut me off right away. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, but no, somebody like Sarah Del Rey, yeah. I don't know necessarily if I would see her as WWE champion, but, no, I mean, right but now somebody with her capabilities, yeah. you could run with that. And, and honestly, say just you could make the news or something, make break, break ground. That would, that would be huge. That would be Groundbreaking be, news is what I would try, a try to say. A female champion would make headlines, no matter Daily News, Newsday, it would make headlines. Yahoo.com, you name it, they would they would easily eat that up. Um, and I don't see the problem with it. But as we just said, it's all in the eye, uh, eyes of the viewer. And I don't think viewers would be open. I think it would get sh- a lot of shit. It would, but I really, I mean, who's going to stop watching just because of that? I 
If you do, then you're such a... I can't see younger audience uh, stopping watching because of that, but I can see the adult fans being like, what is this crap? My God, there's a, there's a woman champion. How dare there be a woman champion? There's, there's guys like uh, like Sami Zayn and um, all the and Wade Barrett and blah, blah, blah. They released Cassius Ono. Yeah, that deserve to be champion before But there's this. a WWE diva um, as the WWE champion? Yeah. What's next? John Cena holding the women's belt? Alright, well, if you want if you do want to watch female wrestling, definitely check out Shine Wrestling. That is where it's at. Shine 13 is taking place uh, um, in December on December 14th, next week. Uh, you can go check it out. It's on iPay-Per-View. WWNlive.com. You're going to see Jessica Havoc taking on Allison K. You're going to see the Shine Wrestling Champion, Rain, taking on Amazing Kong, a.k.a. Karma. You'll also see Mia Yim, uh, the uh, Valkyrie in action. You'll see Angelina Love and a ton more. Go check it out, ShineWrestling.com. Karma's wrestled since, like, coming back with that weight loss, right? Or yes, not? sir. Okay. Yeah. And she looks, as we spoke about previously, uh, um, I think about the last Shine show, she looks great. She has lost a. Yeah. She's lost a good amount of weight. She ditched that like uh, Amazon um, attire and went into more feminine attire. I don't know if this is gonna keep up for the upcoming Shine Thirteen, but in the past we saw her play up that uh, feminine gimmick a little bit. Yeah. Well, not feminine gimmick. I mean, she's yeah, a well, female, but like right. yeah, as opposed to the Amazonian. Yes, but um, uh, we mentioned CZW a little bit before. Uh, Yes, sir. Uh, CZW Cage of the uh, Cage of Death is taking place. Uh, it's Cage of Death fifteen in Voorhees, New Jersey, on iPay Per View as well, December fourteenth. You're gonna see the uh, CZW Champion Drew Gulak taking on the returning Chris Hero. Uh, that's always gonna draw a crowd. Chris Hero, where freshly off WWE, I think a lot of uh, indie fans are dying to get their first look at him. Since then, yeah, I mean, he honestly he's been gone off the independent circuit for how long? Yeah, uh, now, yeah, yeah. Now he comes back. What did you think? Of, like you, you're never that big of a fan of his, right? Like you were never like at Ring of Honor. You weren't like, oh my god. No, no, that's uh, that's not necessarily true, though. I mean, I've I've honestly I've known Chris Hero since probably 2003, 2004. Uh -huh. So I've followed. Little bits and pieces of his career, just like seeing, CM Punk, I've done that too. After but, seeing him at PWS, where you like, but no, wow. that was that was so good. Like he yeah. belongs in WWE. Not to say that I didn't say that when I saw him and and Claudio wrestle, yeah, in Ring of Honor, but because um, that was a fun match to watch too. You're also going to see in a Cage of Death uh, match, Nation of Intoxication versus Drew Blood, Matt Tremont, Ron Mathis, and Rory, uh, Rory Mundo. You'll also see two uh, possibly our favorite tag team, one of our favorite tag teams, the Beaver, Beaver Boys. Boys. Yep, Reynolds and Silver taking on Murderers Row, Asriel and Bandito Jr. for the number one contender at the CZW Tag Team Championships. Uh, for more information, check out CZW, uh, CZWrestling.com, and that's for the IP review. So go check it out December 14th as well. My brother's such a dick for that weight comment before. I know, I feel bad for you. Why do you feel bad for me? Do you me? want me to go buy you like a ice cream sandwich or something? I don't eat ice cream sandwiches. No, no, you're missing out. Anything that has sandwich in it should should contain meat, not ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. No cookie sandwiches. No ice cream sandwiches. 
I'll eat a Mickey Mouse bar, but that's about it. What about SpongeBob uh, Ice Pop or whatever it that's is? Not a, that's not a SpongeBob Ice Pop. Well, it's a Mickey Mouse sandwich. A Mickey Mouse, a Mickey a Mouse Mickey bar. bar. Yeah, it's in the shape of Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. They have one as uh, SpongeBob and all of them. That's ISIS. That's with gumball eyes. Yeah, I'm not talking about Mickey Mouse with gumball eyes. Oh, well, whatever. Sweet. They're not. They're not the superstars bar. Damn so man. Oh yeah, that's true. It doesn't I, even matter. I'll eat those. That that's an ice cream sandwich. It is I an ice cream sandwich. I'll eat that. All but right. speaking of eh, whatever, ring of. <laughs> No, no, honestly, <laughs> Ring of Honor, eh, whatever. Ring of Honor, it's amazing how a company could really fall from grace. Uh, two years ago, two, three years ago, Ring of Honor was on the top of their game. We were saying that they are great competition. They are going to be, they're up and you coming. You were saying that. Chris and I were definitely saying this. I definitely and, knew it from um, all the start. But, I mean, so were a lot of other people. Look at the people coming out of Ring of Honor. Yeah. CM Punk, Samoa Joe. The well, Austin don't, Aries. Don't, please the list don't goes on Samoa and on and on. Joe Dude, Samoa and talk Joe. A, but talk about him in 2013, he's done nothing. Yeah, because of He where, ate a sandwich on TV be, Because of where week. he's at, though. Right. And if anybody was in WWE, no, yeah, the story could be very different. But, I mean, so Ring of Honor has fallen so much where they could barely draw a crowd. I mean, they draw maybe a decent crowd compared to an average indie they show, but that's it. Little yeah. hundreds, hundred, two hundred. Um, yeah, so Ring of Honor Final Battle th- uh, 2013 takes place on the 14th as well. That's three events. In New York City? Shine, I actually think, is on that Friday. So that may be December 13th. But, yeah, that's still, if I recall... Is Final Battle in New York City? Um, yes, in uh, in Manhattan. Are we going to that? No, definitely 100%. No. <laughs> yeah, no, my mistake, because PWS... PWS, Ring of Honor, and CZW are all on December 14th. Uh-oh. Shine Wrestling is on December 13th. Okay. So if you want to watch wrestling and you don't want to pick and choose between three promotions, which I know which promotion we would end up choosing, um, pick Shine Wrestling on the 13th so this way you don't have to decide for the 14th. Yeah. I mean, you have nothing to decide for the 13th, so there you go. And but, don't be creepy. Watch Shine Wrestling with the light on. Yeah. Eat food or something. Don't sit there in the dark by yourself with a box of... I hate I fans. Um, Why, yeah, do you so know any of those fans? We've seen them when we went to the Bombshells Wrestling Shows. Uh, yeah, so Ring of Honor Final oh. Battle 2013. It's going to be the Ring of Honor champion, Adam Cole versus Michael Elgin versus the, um, I guess, claiming to be champion, Jay Briscoe. Oh, they're doing that? Yeah, they're doing a triple threat match for the championship. Honestly, after all of this, I it has to be Elgin. Elgin is getting sh- like shat on completely by Ring of Honor. He had his shot a while ago. Then he had to go through the tournament. I don't see why they're delaying this. I think it's them thinking that it's a smart move, but... Yeah, I mean, I mean who's, obviously... Who's doing just... creative for them? Is this Cornette or is Cornette done with them? Look, what's what's no, going no. on with that? Not Lagana. Uh, Obviously, yeah, not Lagana. I, I guess Cornette. Cornette and Delirious, I think. Um, you also have Matt Taven versus Tommaso Ciampa for the TV title. You all see a stretcher match of Kevin Steen versus Mike Bennett, where the loser is banned from using the pile driver. I can't see Kevin Steen not doing the package pile driver. So I mean, come on. That's and a then, that's a downloadable content move. This this game downloading today. Um, yeah. Also, just to another. This a uh, little segue into WWE a little bit before we take a break. No, we're not taking um, a break yet. 
Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so... And then Eddie Edwards, with uh, mystery um, tag team partner, will take on uh, Roderick Strong and Jay Lethal in a, in a special match. The reason why it's Eddie Edwards and a mystery opponent is because apparently Davey Richards had some issues with Ring of Honor. Yeah, he had to pull out, apparently. No, I, re- I read that apparently Ring of Honor, that um, he also pulled out, but also I read that Ring of Honor didn't book him. Or they unbooked him because was there of, something there wasn't there wasn't any protection plan there. What do you mean? Nah, whatever. Um, yeah, <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, apparently Davy Richards has a lot of drama and heat backstage with Ring of Honor because of I guess being a pathological liar, or at least this is what they say that he's a pathological liar. So he's unbooked for Ring of Honor, and it's kind of weird seeing that Eddie Edwards and Davy Richards were just on NXT. And now Eddie Edwards is used for the show, but not Davey. Um, he, Davey Richards also pulled out of um, Pro Wrestling Noah due to a, a neck injury that took place at the NXT tape, uh, taping versus the Ascension, which is probably false information. But yeah, apparently he's not going to be in Japan for Noah. He's not going to be at this Ring of Honor event. WWE is waiting for them. Are they? Uh, yeah. The gates are open for the American Pitbulls to enter. I don't like that name. I really don't. I'm getting. I'm trying to get used to it. That's that's. I don't. I can't. I can't get used to that. Yeah. All right. And now on to Bombshells Eight. Yeah. PWS Bombshells Live One Year Anniversary. It will be taking place at uh, on December fourteenth, Saturday, December fourteenth, Knights of Columbus, in Avenel, New Jersey. Uh, 7.30 p.m. Autograph signing, 8.30 live action. You'll be seeing the Majestic 12 Championship Tournament. What? No, no, no. Nothing. <laughs> the participants being Mia Yim, Jesse K. Jesse K, Mistress Belmont, Alexis Nevia, Vanity, Sumi Sakai, Amy Lee, Naya, and a bunch of others. Um, and just to clarify a little bit, they're, uh, they're crowning a new champion for Bombshells. It's going to be the Majestic Champion. This is a very unique tournament where the first two people, um, then everybody in the tournament is paired, paired up in a tag team. And then everybody battles. And then the tag teams that win, those tag team partners face off against each other. And then the winners of that match face off in, I think it's going to be a fatal four-way match. Um, I think it's going to be a fatal four-way match. We'll also see the Bombshells um, Championship defended. La Rosa Negra takes on Missy Sampson in a best-of-three uh, falls match, which Missy Sampson has been bite, uh, what is it, biting her time? Is that the word? I don't know. Uh, she's been waiting to get this shot, get her championship back, and this is her shot. Uh, the one-year anniversary, I hope Missy Sampson retains, uh, well, not retains, but gets that Wednesday. championship back. Yeah. We're also going to see a hardcore street fight between Jennifer Cruz and Amber Rodriguez. And uh, Yeah, you do not want to miss this. Yeah, and also with the the best two out of three falls match, or yeah, best three, yeah, whatever, best of three falls title match, the winner of Missy Sampson versus La Rosa Negra will be going on to February to face Angelina Love live on that wrestling on the PWS show. Yeah, so definitely don't miss that Bombshells show. Yes. Um, like, I, like we said, well, like I said before, we shine wrestling. Bombshells is another promotion that is great for female wrestling. Yeah. And uh, same day, same night before Bombshells takes place, 
uh, 5.30 p.m., PWS Fight Night, uh, Saturday, December 14th. It's the same venue, Avenel, New Jersey. Yeah, you know, if you go to the Bombshell Show, you do not have to go worry about traveling anywhere. You have another event right after. No, right before. This is before. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, we should have, honestly, we should have spoken about the Fight Night beforehand, but... Yeah, that threw me off, sorry. Yeah, uh, PWS Championship is on the line. Bonesaw, the champion, will be taking on King Hippo. King Hippo, we saw win the... uh, Right in the Battle Royal, yeah. or the Royal Rumble, was no, Battle Royal, uh, to be the number one contender. We also have the PWS Tag Team Championships on the line with Black Hollywood trying to uh, get these titles. Yeah, trying to dethrone the Heavenly Bodies, who have been champions for uh, quite some time now. Yes. Uh, with their manager, GMC, who's been just a, a net in the side of every opponent. Yeah. You're also going to see the big deal, Craig Steele taking on Dan Moff, which, I mean, who this could is, win that? Yeah, this, that this match is, is going to be brutal. This is going to be Craig Steele's first match, uh, making his return after uh, having a child. Congratulations. Yes. So, unfortunately, he has to come back and face Dan Moff. Yeah. And uh, um, then we're also going to have Craven Varro take on Arkham. Um, as we said, Arkham has been a monster uh, in it's PWS, funny. I was going to say Beast, you went with Monster. Yeah, no, in PWS, he's been a monster. He's been just terrorizing Kevin Matthews. And Craven Varro just coming off of losing the Suicidal um, Championship. Yeah. Uh, the Suicidal Six-Way Championship. Um, we'll also see CPA take on Mario uh, Bacar. Um, I'm sorry, CPA. <laughs> Mario, happy birthday tomorrow, by the way. Yeah. Um, he just celebrated his birthday this week. And yeah, it's unfortunate for CPA, but it's not going to look good. Yeah. Starman will be in action, taking on Mr. Wayward of the Untouchables. Yes. And also of the Untouchables, Mr. Payne will be taking on the Revolting Blob. This is going to be very interesting. Could be a very big night for the Untouchables. Yeah. They also have a tag team match. Scheduled for the Untouchables that uh, Mr. Bowens and Mr. Gamble will be taking on Team Team 24-7. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that this match should be a good match. Uh, I think that it's tough not to go with the Untouchables in this. What's wrong? What? No, is this the one match? I think they're three separate matches. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. My no. eyes are... So, yeah, I'm like seeing you stare at it. I'm like, <laughs> no, three separate matches. Uh, Suburban Outfitters will take on Fala in a handicap match. Fala has just debuted his new gimmick. He's a GMC guy. I wouldn't want to get in the ring with, with Fala Ba. Fala, like Arkham, Fala is, uh, I'll, I'll switch it up. He's a beast. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Suburban Outfitters, we're going to have a tough time with them. Yes, and then reality check, Kevin Matthews and Devin Moore will be taking on Powers of Destruction, Dave Destruction, and the Big O. And uh, that's PWS Fight Night for you, December 14th, Knights of Columbus, 109 Morrissey Avenue in Avenel, New Jersey, uh, 5.30 p.m. door, tickets are 20 bucks, uh, and then you have the Bombshell Show right after that, so definitely... Go to that. Yeah, don't miss it. Support, support independent wrestling because these are the guys that and women that put their – not that anybody else doesn't, but they put your their bodies on the line just to entertain you. Even if it's the smallest crowd of 100 people, they still put everything on the line just to entertain you and send you home happy. 
So go go support them. Yes. And I guess now it's time for a little break. And we will be right back here on Marking Out. This is the waterfall of wonderful, the essence of excitement, the man who makes every morning feel just like Christmas morning, the one, the only, Mr. Entertainment, Brian Vitko, and you're listening to my good buddies, it's Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Now it's time to talk about some sports entertainment. Let's talk about some SmackDown. How about that, Brandon? I am good to talk about SmackDown. You want to kick it off? Let's kick it off with the badge real fast. This, of course, coming off of Thanksgiving was uh, the, I guess you'd say, Thanksgiving episode, themed episode. Uh, Vicky Guerrero put Titus O'Neil against the great Kali in a Thanksgiving eating contest. Uh, it's a backstage segment. Titus O'Neil ended up beating Kali, and Guerrero made... Titus's prize that he had to go face Antonio Cesaro. That is not a good prize. Yeah, but also during that segment, AJ and Tamina tried to attend the party, and Vicky Guerrero shut that down, wouldn't let that happen at all. AJ did, I think, sneak off with a cupcake, though, which I'm thinking most of us right now are thinking that we wish we could sneak off with a cupcake, but if you know what I mean. But the middles, let's go. Yeah, let's go with the middles. Um, All right, Mark Henry took on Curtis Axel. Yes, and he defeated Curtis Axel. Biggie Langston during the match took out Ryback. Uh, Ryback, I guess, tried to get involved, but Biggie Langston wasn't having any of it. What do you think about this tag team of Axel and Ryback? Uh, it's, it's, a fine, guys. it's a fine thing to get them both over. I mean, they're not. They weren't doing anything really. I mean, they're not. They're not contenders. They're not going to contend for the tag team titles or anything. Never like that. say never. I mean, never why say do never, you man. see them? I mean, look never how much. Never say never. I don't know. I mean, they're really. I mean, they are building up the tag team division pretty heavily, but I just feel like, I mean, Axel, eh. but Ryback, right I, I can know, see man. doing more with the way the the show flows. You never know if they could be one day. That's true, but CM Punk. Had a promo. He were he was speculating that someone with the authority was responsible for Daniel Bryan being taken out by the Wyatts. Uh, of course, Daniel Bryan on Monday Night Raw was taken out by the Wyatts and left quote unquote near an unba- abandoned parking lot near the Nassau Coliseum. Which I know that area. I don't know where there's an abandoned parking lot anywhere. Nassau where there's never College? not even though there's always cars. Yeah. No matter what time of the day, there's always cars there. So never abandoned. This is yeah. in Gilgo Beach. Like, um, what do you think about the rumor circulating about it possibly being Undertaker in charge? I don't know. Um, I don't know apparently, the it's going around that the devil that Bray Wyatt has been speaking of may end up being the Undertaker, and Undertaker would be able to be in that role because he would not be in action. He would not be wrestling. He would just be a vocal and a mic. Not that Bray Wyatt needs a, right. a mic needs or anything, to speak but. For him. But a caliber wrestler and legend of The Undertaker could really make this uh, Wyatt family uh, come into their own. Yeah, I think that would be great for the Wyatt family. I just don't see people booing The Undertaker. I don't see anybody booing the Wyatt family currently, though. Yeah. I mean... No, they, they, they do get Rowan, booed. That's Aaron Rowan, though. But I don't, no, I don't the Wyatt family do get booed. Their, their promos are incredible. 
Well, I think Bray Wyatt's a weeb. I think Undertaker is capable of getting booed under the right circumstances. If I don't they think do, so. If they play it correctly. I don't think so, man. I really, at this stage in his career, I really don't think so. But anyway, CM Punk said that the Shield is going to be needing protection once he gets to the bottom of all of it. And the Wyatt said, uh, basically said that Daniel Bryan will be a monster. So, Hey, he already has the beard. Yeah. But I'm still curious, why not Kane? Whatever happened to him? How did he escape? I'm still curious. Oh. And whatever happened to that camera guy that everybody forgot about? The one that yeah. went in to find Kane? Nobody knows. Yep. Well, no, he didn't fi- try to find Kane. Yeah, and uh, earlier in the night, Brodus Clay was shown backstage with R-Truth and Xavier Woods. Is it Xavier or Xavier? I had this conversation. Xavier. Is Xavier. it Xavier. Because commentary was saying Xavier. It's you not pronounce, Xavier. You pronounce that name like Xavier. It's not Xavier. I know you pronounce it's that Xavier. name like Xavier. Xavier. No, no. Like, if you go and pronounce it properly, it's Xavier. Yeah. But Justin Roberts said Xavier. Yeah, it's Xavier. Are you sure, like Percef- Professor Xavier. It's not Professor Xavier. But, like, that name is Xavier. Like, people are saying their names are Xavier. I, I think it's Xavier. Even Apple... Voice command says Xavier. Everyone else says Xavier. Justin Roberts said Xavier. I keep saying Xavier too. I'm going with Justin Roberts. So they were shown backstage. Brodus Clay was angry at Xavier Woods for uh, stealing the Funkadactyls on Monday. I like this altercation backstage. And he shoved him down to the ground. I really was a fan of this. It showed that Brodus Clay does have a mean streak in him. Yes, and that actually led to Brodus Clay picking up the victory for him and Tensai. Uh, when they took on Xavier Woods and R-Truth on SmackDown. It was a good back-and-forth match. It's good to see. I mean, just recently we were talking about how Tons of Funk haven't been on television for a yeah. long time. Honestly, Albert. The or, hell was that? You right? Yeah. Like your eyes just like floated into the back of your head. I like, do oh, that on not. purpose to okay. see if people are paying attention to me. I'm, I'm just, I just <laughs> you got me concerned for a moment. I didn't I've know if doing, I should call like I've been that doing that. No, I've been doing that since uh, middle school. Teachers Why? Are, just to get a pop out of the teachers and stuff. Why are you trying to get a pop out of me right now? Just to see you're paying attention to me. Yeah, yeah, I care about you. Yeah, I highly doubt that. But you're my cousin. Of the course match was good. Uh, I really do like seeing Tensai on TV. Uh, I see, I think that Brodus Clay and Tensai, whoever thought about pairing them together, was a genius because Tensai is the perfect person to be. Uh, I guess with mentoring, yeah, mentoring Brodus Clay, kind of like how they tried to do Rey Mysterio and Sinkara. I think Tensai with uh, Brodus Clay is a perfect match, and Tensai has been to Japan. He's been around for so. He long. has been to Japan. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I just think that it's a great pairing. That was a terrible impression. Yeah, Rick Flair uh, does that better. Yeah, let's move on to the goods. Uh, this is might surprise people, maybe. But Randy Orton opened SmackDown with Renee Young. I think it's very nice to say that it's good because Renee Young. Nah, that's not why it's good, though. That's why it's good for me. Uh, for me, this might have been Randy Orton's best promo ever because he barely said anything and then went completely silent when Renee asked him how he felt about the TLC match. Just walked away. Didn't say anything, so... That was my favorite Randy Orton match. Well, uh, I don't think you can't say you uh, people should be surprised at this because Randy Orton... No, no, no. People are surprised at the fact that I'm saying it's good. Well, Randy Orton but, has been in the goods for you in the past as well. I think the more surprising... No, I think the more surprising... I don't know. 
Uh, no, no. In your face. In your face. Face. Stop. It, I think, see, Pourquoi? it works. It works. Pourquoi? 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 Did you get that? Yes. Pourquoi? Um, Porkwat? What did you call me, bitch? Pork, pork fried rice. <laughs> F you, man. Pork. Um, Chinese food now. Uh, yeah. So about that. Um, Los Matadores and El Torito Making his in-ring debut. El Torito. Was it his in-ring yes. debut? Yes. Don't try and think about this. What's his in-ring debut? Alright. Yes, the Plymouth Rockers. I kind of wish that three-man band looked a little bit more like the Rockers, but uh, I guess it was good enough that they came out with the Plymouth uh, Pilgrim hats. But, uh, it, I mean, it wasn't... It, it's it's funny, because a few what weeks is it ago... What is What? What's the triangle cookies? Yeah, Hamatashi. Yeah. Okay. Why? Just curious. But why did you mention that? I don't know, because I got hungry after you talking spoke about pork and pork fried rice and all that. That makes Chinese no sense. Hamatashi. But it's, yeah, that makes that. no sense. Their buckles are square. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I think it was interesting because a few weeks ago even, we were saying, oh God, they're doing three-man band versus Los Matadores again. But for me, this match wasn't boring, even though we've seen it. Do you that think many it's times. because Three Man Band has switched it up? I because in the past it's been it, Three Man Band versus Los Matadores. Now it's uh, Plymouth Rockers versus Los Matadores. Even though it was blatantly it's still it was Three Man Band. Yeah, but it's still, Man Band. I mean, but that little change may have I think, changed your view of it. I think it's awesome. Not that I ever had doubts with Three Man Band. It was just. Oh, hell no. Back and forth over and over again. But this was, it's fun. They came out to Rockers theme music. El Torito was wrestling in the match. Not to they like. some fun little spots. I think if you're not a fan of three-man band, you're very stupid in the fact that you do not know wrestling. Yeah. Even if you're not a fan. I mean, Heath Slater is honestly one of the best yeah, workers I think they have. You still have to recognize how Just go well back they... to FCW and watch his yeah. matches there. Same thing with Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal was a big player. No, have you watched? No. I, Jinder Mahal was a big player, and everybody he knows was a Drew. Big player. Everybody was knows he Drew McIntyre. Of uh, I mean, Godfather, maybe. Yeah, so go back, watch Heath Slater and FCW. Watch them all, or whatever. Uh, we also had Antonio Cesaro from earlier in the night. Uh, he defeated Titus O'Neil only by disqualification. I was going to say DQ if you didn't get that. And uh, Darren oh, no, I didn't Young. get anything. You decided not to print that out for me. Because these are my notes. I had, oh, I, I have Via. I have Via. <laughs> yeah, so Via DQ. But uh, Darren Young ran into the ring and hit Cesaro to stop him because, I mean, Titus O'Neil just won an eating contest. So uh, he didn't want anything to happen except Titus threw up in JBL's hat. He's going to puke. And on Michael Cole. He's still puke. After being put in the giant swing. Yeah. Which I have no idea how they did that. He probably pulled the draws. I mean, there's no way. It looked like that puke. Maybe he that, took... It, it looked like the puke that came out of Boss Mahoney. So there's no way. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe he got drunk. No, there's no <laughs> way. I'm really curious. So it was really funny how they did it, though. When when he was throwing up, they put like a little... like a Not censored, but it was like a turkey plate over it. I think that medication that you take to cause yourself to puke is uh, not on the market anymore. So I am curious what they stirred up for him to drink in order to cause him to puke. Like that's what I would be curious to know if like fans who were there, did they did he drink anything before like during it or did he actually do it? I have no idea. I have no clue. Uh all I know is that I miss draws. Yeah. 
Uh, there was a tag team titles match in there. Cody Rhodes and Goldust. They uh, defeated the Shield. Another match uh, was via DQ. Are you tired of Goldust and Cody Rhodes taking on the Shield? Or, no, like, it's are you funny, getting though. over it? I kind of feel like you should be, but I'm not. I really am not. I mean, I am getting. I'm getting tired of it. Not that I'm not getting tired of their matches because they have been putting on very good matches. I'm getting tired of the continuation of kind of a bland storyline because it really is no storyline there. Yeah, or at least not anymore. I Which mean, it's it's weird. Like we always say, oh, the, they're doing so much for the tag team division, yet the tag team. Division always seems to focus around two teams. Yeah. Almost always it's two or three teams, and that's kind of bullshit. Well, 2014, apparently. That's the year you're the tag team. But Dean Ambrose was on commentary during that match, and he got involved, and that caused the DQ. And CM Punk ran down, which led Vicky Guerrero to come out and set up the Rhodes family and CM Punk versus. Uh, yeah, the Rhodes family and CM Punk versus The Shield. Which ended in a no contest because the Wyatt family came out and attacked Punk and the Rhodes family. And uh, that led to the Usos and Rey Mysterio to run down, to even the score. So Vicky ended up changing the main event for SmackDown to a 12-man tag. And CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, Goldust, the Usos, and Rey Mysterio defeat the Shield and the Wyatt family to end SmackDown. Which I, I really did enjoy that match. I mean, honestly, I... I'm going to say this every week for when we see Rey Mysterio that I like seeing Rey Mysterio wrestle. I I mean, I am happy to see him back wrestling the ring. I'm curious to see if that absence of seeing Rey Mysterio will change my view on him. Because I was really over Rey Mysterio, over his moveset and everything that comes with Rey Mysterio. So hopefully that time away from him makes it, will uh, change my view on it. And it's weird. Um, where, where was he on Raw? No clue. I didn't even click into it. Uh, but maybe we should get into that. Let's talk about some uh, Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Oh, that was a nice extended one. Was it? Yeah. Raw. Good, good job. You heard good what job. you just said? Yeah. That was a nice extended one. Yeah. Just yeah. like that. Dead on. All <laughs> right. Let's start off with the goods. Really? All right. Fine. Yeah. Why not? What? You got something better? You can't have something better than the goods. I don't know. Like that's the thing. Like, all right, five middles. No, I mean we would always we would always like switch it up with what we started off with first, but like we would always do the goods last, right? I don't know. And then the bads. Like you're talking I, to one to person me, that doesn't listen to this show. To me, I think we should just always do bads, middles, goods. Uh, let's go with the middles. Fine. All right. Yeah. Wow, fine. You're I'm giving away too that. easy. All right. Well, CM Punk address the authority. I am over CM Punk promos. CM Punk promos, I don't care for anymore. He's going to shock you, awe you, engage you. And no offense, CM Punk, but you're not shocking me. You're not engaging me. And you're not causing me to want to watch your promo. David needs the two fingers and the one finger for you to shock him. Oh, I was going to be like for a shocker and then you finish that up. Okay. Yeah, but uh, Stephanie McMahon came after in that segment, uh, which then she brought out Kane. And... He ended up making CM Punk versus The Shield at TLC in a handicap match. Uh, the Shield came out. Nothing really came of that. Uh, there was also a Divas tag team match. Natalia teamed up with the Bella Twins to defeat AJ, Tamina, Snuka, and Summer Rae. All right, this was all right. This was a decent match. We got to see Summer Rae wrestle, and she is a 
she is a really good wrestler. Um, but Nikki Bella, her drop kicks are the shits. I don't know why she continues to do drop kicks. Even when her and Ma Bree did a, a drop kick at the same time to Tamina, she just stood out as poor. I, I mean, Nikki has improved a ton. You know, but you, drop you kick wise, you can't stand out as being poor if you have fake breasts. That costs a lot of money. That's very true. That is very true. At least I assume they cost a lot of money. Um, but Natalia picking up victory again. Yes, which again, well, not again, but that led. That's going to lead to Natalia and AJ for, I guess, the Divas Championship at TLC. Well, I mean, at Survivor Series, she picked it up. Yeah, well, that match is scheduled for TLC. Yeah, I mean, so um, that with Survivor Series, the fallout of that, and then Raw. I'm yeah, definitely. Yeah, if TLC's in two weeks, and Diva Total Diva of the Year, Natty's getting that for sure. That's only going to fuel that fire for uh, TLC. And and everything, she deserves it. Um, we also have Ryback and Curtis Axel defeating the Miz and Art and uh, Truth and Kofi Kingston. Yeah, and Miz slapped Kofi Kingston after this match. Uh, it's very, just very confusing stuff as to what's going on with Miz. I, I just, please just let me know. Is he heel? Is he face? It, and how curiosity is, is killing me, dude. How stupid is Kofi Kingston to accept Miz again? Like, how, how many times is that going to happen? He's like that dumb little, that dumb sorority chick that keeps on accepting back her boyfriend. What? Kofi, get over it. Move on. Miz doesn't like you. Which I, I think, uh, I think if you're going to want a tag team... Out of Kofi Kingston, I would much rather see Evan Bourne make his return. You know? When's that going to happen? <laughs> I feel like, every, what better place and time? Royal Rumble. Nah. I mean, uh, he's definitely ready to be back in the ring. If I'm not mistaken, a few, it's been a month or two ago, he actually wrestled at WWE NXT. Really? Yeah, or on like an NXT house show. So... Obviously, he's feeling good. I think he's been tweeting out saying that he's feeling good. His time, he's going to be making his return soon. Yes, and speaking of making their returns, a while ago, we, not a while ago, at Survivor Series, we saw Mark Henry return. And this week on Monday Night Raw, he defeated Fandango. Uh, to me, I just don't understand why they're not using Fandango to his fullest potential. I think they are. But not, I mean, they. I see... I do see that they are in the sense that he's a really good wrestler to get other people over. Exactly. But why isn't he on that next level? You, I've said this so many I, times. No, no, no. Don't even so say that. people up there at the same time. But, like, why are people like Randy Orton, why are they still up there? Get them out of the picture. Because they draw money. No. Get they them out of the picture. They draw more money than Fandango. Wrestling's a cycle. A Cycle kid, it. Don't leave it staying a, for the same thing gonna for 12 years. A kid's going to buy a Randy Orton or John Cena product over a Fandango product. I bought Fandango. Are you a kid? <laughs> I'm a Toys R Us kid. All right. Well played. I didn't buy a Fandango action figure. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, so the match, I thought it was a good match. Uh, Mark Henry picked up that victory. The Real Americans defeated the primetime players. And to me, it was a good match. But a pointless match. And Titus was teasing that he was still sick from SmackDown, which tapes on Tuesday. What a loser. Get over it. So is that, I'm assuming that's going to be his new thing, maybe? That he's just going to puke? Yeah, Vince McMahon, everybody knows that he's got that boner for... Puking? Yeah. Yeah, some sort of fetish. 
Uh, all right, that's all the middles. Want to move on to the bands? Yes, let's move on to the bands. Talking about bands, bad news, Barrett. Wade yeah. Barrett making his return to uh, WWE. Uh, specifically, WWE to, w- to yeah, he was he's been on the Bradshaw show. So the Colin Bradshaw. You hear that? Show. Oh, I was gonna say, you hear that, Michael Cole? We don't care for you. Yeah, <laughs> that is very true. But Wade Barrett making his return to Raw. <clears throat> yeah, I had I poor had... or smart. What? How how it no. was done? Do you think it was poorly done? Well, I had high hopes for this, but they did it again later on in the night, and it's just honestly, this is something that belongs on the internet. I it did it did jack shit for Barrett as a wrestler, and it didn't do anything for the show. It's not like he's getting that big of a heat ovation from any of it. I I think it's stupid. I don't think he should be standing having his little podium next to the commentary uh, commentary table. I think it's dumb. Yeah, like what? I don't um, I don't get it. I it mean, could they be, it could just be backstage segments. There's no need to have him outside on a podium. It could have gotten or done something for me where it wasn't in the bads if it actually did something for Wade Barrett the wrestler instead of Wade Barrett the character. And it doesn't even do that much for the character yeah, because it, really. nobody cares. I mean, I don't even. I still don't know what was wrong with his old character, uh, with I with his uh, bare knuckle fighter. I after his like uh, return, I still don't see what was the flaw with that because he was well over. A lot of the fans were into watching him wrestle. There was no reason to change his gimmick, and now you're gonna see how stupid that was. Right. And Raw ended with a contract signing with John Cena, Randy Orton, Triple H, and Stephanie for the for the TLC match at TLC. Uh, I mean, how many of these segments could they do? Contract signings are never entertaining. I mean, yes, everybody wants to see that altercation. Somebody go through the table. But it's so cliche and so overdone. Yeah, I mean, um, John Cena and Orton ended up brawling. John Cena got the best of Randy Orton. Then Randy Orton got the best of John Cena. Then John Cena put Randy Orton through two tables. I mean, do we do we still believe in contract signings for main events of pay-per-views? I mean, do we still buy into that bullshit? Like, is there contract signings for matches on Raw and SmackDown? Like, why why is it that only main event pay-per-views at times... Have contract specific contract signings. I think that we're just done with believing and buying into this pro wrestling storyline of a contract signing. Yeah, time to get a new uh, a um, new segment. But also going into the contract signing, they also announced a new championship. Well, the possibility, I guess, is it? Yeah, the new championship. The so they say. Yeah. Triple H guarantees that one champion will walk out at with. But I don't know. Just one champion will walk out at TLC. So maybe, I'm not buying that. I really am not. You know, they're telling me it. So for now, I'm gonna buy it. I'm not. Buying I'm not that. gonna. There's no way that they're pushing that this hard, and it's gonna happen at TLC. There's no possible way. You really don't have that much time to do anything else, and you can't. I can't see this extending all the way up to WrestleMania. It's not like a storyline where you can continue it. Uh, for such a long period. Listen though, and John it can't get Cena, re- revisited, like the Daniel Bryan storyline. It could get revisited. This with him can get authority. revisited though. I can't see this getting revisited around WrestleMania, unlike the Daniel John Bryan Cena. Revisited. Oh, you mean revisited as in yeah, later as on. if Daniel Bryan finally gets the authority, gets his WWE Championship. He yeah, that entire storyline can come full circle around WrestleMania. While this, I can't see. 
uh, a month or two break and then come back around that time. It doesn't need a month or two break. During the contract signing or during the aftermath of that, John Cena, right before he put Randy Orton to the table, went like this. Did the thumbs down like Batista did. Will we see Batista? Maybe we'll see Batista coming back. Um, and there won't. that's why there won't be one champion. Or, or maybe Batista... Why wouldn't there be one champion? Maybe, maybe Randy, Batista will assist. sign himself into the match or something. Uh, Mark Williams. <laughs> Um, no, I don't know. Yeah, so the champion. championship that got voted in by the fans was the, the the undisputed champion. No. Why? That wasn't what it was, was it? I think the no, undisputed it one. was the unification. Oh, the uni- yeah, uni- unified champion. Unified champion. Yeah, unified champion. It was the, the WWE unified champion. Oh. Uh, WWE unified you know what world really, you, you know what you, really, what? really makes me angry about this whole thing? What? They're acting as if this has never been done in WWE before, ever. Yeah. In 1999, 2000, 2001 maybe, uh, Chris Jericho yeah. defeated Triple H, I think it was, to win the world. Triple H and The Rock. That might be wrong. People are going to be pissed if I'm wrong with that. That's why I don't spit out facts I do not know <laughs> on the show. But it was the WWF championship right now, at the you, time. You definitely have Black Hollywood, Black Star, uh, Sean right now yelling at the. Uh, I I'm almost positive podcast. that that's what it is. But they had the WWF championship, and of course, at that time in 2001, it was 2001 because the world have uh, the WCW heavyweight championship was there, and Chris Jericho won them both to be the very first undisputed champion. So why are they trying to act as if this has never happened in WWE before? Because you, ha- we maybe t- because, because in two thousand wrestling fans have a short uh, attention span and they don't remember crap like that. Especially the younger fans, they don't know any better. Yeah, I mean, we did. We saw Eric Bischoff in two thousand three, maybe I think, come back and just give Triple H the championship, that being the World Heavyweight Championship. So I mean, um, you don't know call what? Us stupid. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to buy the pay per view. Still, I'm more intrigued to buy the pay per view. As opposed to uh, Survivor Series, I, I just, just for this see. match alone. I mean, mm. I don't know I, the TLC match. For the outcome, not the not the match. You know what? I'm not going to say not for the match because Randy Orton has been putting on decent matches, and John Cena. There's no way you cannot say that man does not give bring his A game to every right. single match. Definitely. So this is exactly why I think that this TLC match is going to be a very good match. I just want. I can't. I just really can't see there being one champion walking out of that. I really can't. I can. I really cannot. I 100% can't. There's no way. To me, there's no way. And Batista's got to return. <laughs> Maybe not, but... But, okay, so he returns. But we were just talking about so many people we want in that main event scene. Uh, for that, those... Yeah, right. But So then Batista comes that'll, back. That'll he has help. to be right up there. That'll they have one title. That'll... I don't see there being one title, though. I can't. That's the thing. They, they, they just came back they this had, year. They, they, just, came, they even said that there's going to be one title. Let's assume I that they... Can't, I can't assume that. I really right, so can't. So let's assume that How they... How is WWE going to have a brand new championship unveil it in 2000... Uh, 2000. In 2013, and then all of a sudden just... Nope. It wasn't, nope. New championship. It hasn't done all, gotten all that great many great reviews. I mean, a lot of people shat on it. I Which mean, I still it, think is a super championship, but... I think everybody thinks that, but... If you do have that one title, you if Batista comes back, he has to be right up there automatically. That's another reason why 
Guys like Ziggler cannot be up there, and the list goes on and on. You keep on bringing in these people, it just keeps on everybody else that should be up there just gets pushed lower and lower. Right. I mean, even if you still have two championships, Batista would still be knocking someone down. Yeah, but they'll get back up again. <laughs> yeah, it's all about pissing the night away. Yeah. Um, on to the goods, finally. Yes. Um, to me, I mean, Dave, you hated this match last week. Damien yes, Sandow. Last week, yes. Damien Sandow this week defeated Dolph Ziggler to become the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. Last week, I bashed the shit out of this match because I was not a fan of it. This week, I was a big fan of it because they kept to the basics. They didn't. They didn't go over the top with any weapons. They didn't draw a t- lot of time. This match was only like maybe three minutes, four minutes max. It was still too long it, to hear Biggie Langston on commentary talking about skip it. Yeah, that was... There's no reason for Biggie Ooh, Langston by the way, to be mentioning all By the that. way, I completely forgot that Sandow was in the match for one point, and I was listening, and I thought no. Sandow was on commentary. I But this match overall I thought was great. And as for Biggie on commentary, I'm not a fan of him bringing in his little... It's just his like, voice his, is terrible. His play dates with AJ and Caitlyn, I don't think he should bring up yeah. any of that crap. You're an intercontinental champion. And a, plus, let's just, AJ is a heel... Um, Diva champion. It I don't just, think there's just any reason him, to bring up anything. It just makes him look like less of a monster that he's supposed to be, like this big, strong guy. And here I am playing Skip it. He doesn't look anything like a monster. I mean, right. he's just a built guy, but yeah. he looks like that guy in Beetlejuice that's sitting on the couch with the head shrunken. You know what? Uh, you know, you know what scene yeah. I'm talking about that's, where Beetlejuice funny. goes to the doctor and there's that... That voodoo shrunken head guy, that's what Biggie Langston looks like. I tweeted this the other day in regards to Total Divas when Vincent was wrestling. Uh-huh. Uh, with, he was training with Bill DeMott, and Vincent got blown up right away. And I'm going to say this for Biggie Langston. Just because you can lift weights does not mean you can wrestle. Amen. So, oh, you're agreeing with me? Yeah. Biggie Langston no. is a terrible wrestler. I, I think he is a good wrestler. No. He's, he's, all right, he, he's... He's not above average. He's average. He shouldn't be on TV. I think he's average. Biggie Langston should not be on TV. He's average. Should he be on TV? At the current time, no, because there's better people to put in that position that he's in. But I do think that he's average. But just because he's average... But just because he's average doesn't mean that he has to be Intercontinental Champion. It's only going to bring attention to his flaws. Right. So Damian Sandow versus Biggie Langston is made for TLC. Excuse me? It, the, that match, the championship oh. match, was made for TLC. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Which is unfortunate, though. Seeing that Sandow was in that top... That, I think... He yeah. was possibly in that position to become a main eventer. I think, and they were just though, like, hey, Sandow, go F yourself. I think Damian Sandow should win the Intercontinental Championship from Biggie Langston to bring back... Just bring something to Damian Sandow. I agree with you. I think Sandow would be a great Intercontinental Champion at the time. And I I mean, it's unfortunate but that he's not any higher than that. But Intercontinental Championship, I think this is a good st- uh, stepping stone for Yeah. Better than Big E. Um, yeah, then we also had Daniel Bryan defeating Eric Rowan. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, I think, at least made Eric Rowan look really good in this match. I hated the fact that they cut off the Wyatt Family entrance. 
They did not show it out. I mean, obviously, I think that was done for time. Monday Night Raw went on until 11.20. Yeah, but there are so many other things that you could have cut. And to cut a Wyatt family entrance, and the Wyatt family entrance is a big part of Monday Night Raw. A lot of people tune in and get excited to see that entrance of the Wyatt family. And I'm still curious curious to know if other arenas clap along. Exactly. After last Monday Night Raw, where people were clapping along to their theme song, to cut that out. I think that's pretty. That's a dumb part on WWE, and they could have. You, I would rather them cut off like, like a, a shield entrance or something, rather rather than the White family. Well, uh, yeah, but after the match, after Daniel Bryan beat Eric Rowan, uh, Bray Wyatt was on the screen, and again from SmackDown, basically said the same thing, where he wants Daniel Bryan to be that monster that he sees in him, that Bray Wyatt sees in Daniel Bryan. I think, in my eyes, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt has taken the promo that I need to watch. He's taken that away from CM Punk in my eyes. Uh, like, in, the, in my eyes, uh, everybody else is so um, involved with CM Punk promos, love CM Punk promos. Bray Wyatt but really now, is that man. Now He's I am got... in love with Bray Wyatt promos. And it's weird. Like, where did he learn that from? I'm sure, it, I mean, like, his this... father wasn't even that great of a promo guy if I... Yeah, I don't recall. Like, I can't recall any I mean, IRS IRS was never really that great. He had his few uh, vignettes and stuff like that. But and his grandfather, I can't really... Like, I can't... But, damn, he cuts amazing promos. He cuts... It's just sadistic, twisted, and smart. Very smart. Very, like, Jake the Snake Roberts smart. That Maybe, that, maybe that's where he learned it. You know, I'm, well, I'm sure if he's cutting promos like this, I'm sure he's watched a ton of Jake the Snake promos. He probably watched a few Waylon Mercy promos. Just Waylon Mercy never made it big, but the promos that he did cut were very creepy and very, uh, very smart too. Yes, but anyway, Daniel Bryan versus the Wyatts in a handicap match was made for tables, ladders, and chairs, and our uh, truth. And Xavier Woods teamed up again this week to take on Tons of Funk. I, I once again I was I was a big fan with this match. Yes, and Xavier Woods got that quick roll up for the win. I gotta say, at first where he he went for that roll up and couldn't get uh, Rodas Clay over potentially because he sandbagged a little bit. I thought or, you were gonna say it was Labanche as soon as no, you saw I, that. potentially because Brodus Clay sandbagged or he's just no, because I, he's such a big guy. To but me that looked, looked really good. Exactly. It looked great because how else how is anybody gonna believe that this Xavier Woods guy is gonna roll up this this giant Brodus Clay guy? And it just worked completely. Stop doing that. Um I also like the no uh, I would just keep on recording the podcast as you pass out. I don't pass um, out. Ever. I don't know what you do there. Like I just um, sit and chill. You're like David Carrigan in it up. No. Um, also, after the there's no noose around my neck. <laughs> after the match, not funny at all. After you're the one smiling as you're joking about that shit. I'm not joking um, here. I'm not joking so at all about that. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. So after the match, Brodus Clay shoves Sweet Tea, as Sweet Tea tries to hold back Brodus Clay. Do you see something happening here? Do you see a breakup of Tons of Funk? I don't think so. I really, I mean, do we see? Obviously, there's like, those cards are on the table. So are we going to see like a good cop, bad cop kind of a deal where Brodus Clay is that mean, bad, like I'm glad uh, you said that because gimmick character while Tens because before that match started, there was actually a handshake between Tensai and R Truth, I think. 
mm. as like a show of respect. So maybe we'll like, see. Yeah, so maybe we'll see like a good cop, bad cop kind of play out. But overall, I think this is a great storyline for tons of funk. It gets them involved. And it really starts to bring in that little, um, that character that everybody wanted to see Brodus Clay uh, be. Yeah. Um, we also saw... Sin Cara. <clears throat> Sin, yes, Sin Cara. With a huge victory over Alberto Del Rio. Very surprising, very shocking. I mean, very um, shocking. I mean, the Sin Cara lights were on, except we still saw there was a tattoo on Sin Cara's shoulder. Yeah, there was one thing that they couldn't cover up, which is a huge arm tattoo. Or would you say a huge... Huge. Because it? It, it's Unico's? Yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, apparently... Well, not, not apparently. apparently. That was 100% the, that was Unico. Yeah, this is what it is. It was Unico. Was Unico. Unico was under the Sin Cara mask. And, Mascara, I guess you'd say. Um, this goes back to, I think it Disco? was... No, Disco this, back. This, this. this goes back. This goes back to, I think, Jasmine's question, or was this Jasmine that wrote it to us, I think, earlier in regards to this? Um, yeah, Unico being under the mask, I think it's smart, because Unico is a very talented wrestler, and this gives him that spotlight that he deserves. Sin Cara is very talented, but unfortunately, he is very injury-prone and very um, botch-prone, I guess. He makes a ton of, ton of mistakes, so I'm happy to see someone else under the mask. Uh, like you said, I never thought about the visa problems coming into play. It is a potential possibility, but I hope that they... I mean, everywhere else says that that it might be... I hope that they... are just not going to release... I mean, uh, re-sign Sin Cara. Yeah, I hope they don't re-sign Sin Cara. Let him go back to Mexico, wrestle as uh, Mystico. No, nope, can't even do that now. Why? Because there's a Mystico in Mexico wrestling. Well, it looks like you're finding a new gimmick, brother. Uh, Which is funny, I mean, because he started out in Mexico as Mystico... And I guess around the same exact time, Unico was wrestling in Mexico, different part of Mexico as, as Mystico. There's no reason to have Sin Cara in the WWE. I mean, not as the character Sin Cara, but Mystico, the wrestler. Uh, there's no I point would, to have see, him. See, to me, but, I, I mean, think it would be cooler if WWE just let Sin Cara like, go into the... Not Sin Cara, like Mystico. Let him be in the, in the performance center and whatnot... Get him, really drill him. Get him into WWE TV shape. I think what makes and you think that... And then just debut Mystico. What makes you think that they haven't been in the ring with him to try to get him adjusted to the... Oh, which uh, they can't debut WWE, like, wrestling style. I think just, that they have I worked just with him. I don't understand how it's not clicking. I think that they've worked with him a lot. And it's time to... Yes, it's a Triple H project. So it is going to be given a lot of time, a lot of uh, leeway... But I think it's time to just let it go. I don't but know, there's no reason. There's no reason why Unico can't portray Unico and Sin Cara. We have um, Ricardo as Ricardo and El Local, and it's, it's, it's it just works. a thing where WWE. I mean, every year for the past what three years now, this is going on. The one thing that they that have Vince to, McMahon wants the world record of the Lucha Master. You can do that with anybody. You don't need. You don't but, need. No, no. Mystico. But what? What if it's. What if, honestly, what if it's going to be like a fatal four-way type of match with Rey Mysterio, Sin Cara, Unico as a Sin Cara gimmick, and maybe uh, maybe we will see Kalisto debut. Not that I see it happening, but yeah, you never I know. know. I mean, you really the, never know with WWE. As of now, it's supposed to be Sin Cara versus Rey Mysterio, which I guess it would end up being Unico, be versus, for Unico. Unico versus Rey Mysterio. 
Incognito. Um, I, I don't think you need any more. I don't think you need any. I didn't know that. I don't think you need any more. He wrestled to, for Chikara. Huh. I didn't I believe. Uh, I, I didn't. I don't think you need any more than two masked wrestlers. You really don't. You to, really don't. But yeah, I think so that's why I, say, I think it's more exciting. Like, oh, no, no, which I, mask did you get? Which mask did you uh, get? I could give. I don't give a shit about that. But the thing that I do think about is that it would be cool to see a fatal four way, just because that is a very lucha libre right, kind of a thing. Exactly, you would you yeah. would see more than one wrestler in the ring at the same time. Well, obviously you could see two. But more that than two could, wrestlers that could in the potentially ring at the same time. be a match. Uh, a show-stealing match. But the thing is, Sinkara, okay, the guy that portrays uh, Mystical, it wouldn't work with him. So he's out. Let's take Mystical out of the You don't portion. Mystical? Mis- Mystical. Shake that ass. So we got Unico, Rey Mysterio, and possibly Kalisto. I think the three of them triple threat. I don't know. That would be really interesting and very cool. Sinkara, though, as Unico I'm talking about, you have to do something with the attire to cover up that tattoo, though. No, you don't. You really don't. But then people are going to relate Unico as Sinkara, and I don't think that's that's very. It's incredible. already ha- it already happened. It so. is, but I think that the only thing you have to do is extend that. Um, I, switch up Sinkara's attire. It really doesn't happen. Then what? Then he wears a full body suit. Yes. There's no need for that. Either full body suit or uh, long sleeves. There's no need for that. that of, if they go I back right now and make a long sleeve and cover that tattoo, has he people are going to be like, that's wore, stupid. Has he worn long sleeves in the past? For some reason, Sinkara? I feel like I've seen uh, Sinkara wear a uh, long sleeve as opposed to the armbands, I no. guess. No, it's always Rays, gone up wristbands. to his bicep or whatever. All right. Well, I think that that entire area of the shoulder has to connect with the neck piece. I mean, nice. it doesn't like up to here. That's the not bre- good. That's, the breast piece. That wouldn't even stay up. Down. I think, wrestling, I think that wouldn't even stay up, man. There has to be... I think that if... Well, if you put a strap over here, I think it could definitely stay up. Was it going to wear a cape? Wings? No, no, no. Under Underneath. But I think that they have to cover up that tattoo. I don't think so at all. People already then know gonna, it's Unico. But you're going to keep... But Unico... Then, but like you said to me on the phone, since Unico returned, he hasn't been showing his arm. The only reason why that picture that is, was you know out. What? That is very true. The only reason why that picture was out on the internet with his tattoo that I uh, that I even knew that that yeah. was Unico's tattoo was because of that the house show or whatever that, when he wrestled. All right, that is very true. I forgot about that. Which, because... by the way, is he's wrestling DiBiase, Ted DiBiase in that picture. Ted DiBiase's in the the new program where all the all the pictures are basically from WrestleMania. But why was why like when did Ted DiBiase? Get you bring released? up a good point about Unico with that uh, how he's been wrestling fully uh, with that long sleeve. So in that case, it does work because I was thinking about that picture that we posted, which was for my house show. Um, but if he continues wearing that long sleeve as Unico, it it works. Right. And yeah. Um, also, we have where else? Where we have we? the Shield defeating yeah. Big Show and the Rhodes family. Uh, I mean, we say week after week. There's n- you can't say anything bad about Goldust these days. I liked all of the spots. He, he from, freaking like, the he pulled out a, a hurricanrana. Yeah, I like the turnbuckle spots that they had. There's just Goldust is literally the honestly the best guy on the roster today. I think. All right, now well uh, deserving of a WWE championship. Yeah, this was run. a good match. Uh, Get Randy Orton out of the championship. Give Goldust that gold. I'm gonna admit that I did not finish be, uh, watching Raw. Could, at, like after this during this match I started to slow down a little bit it was still a very good match um, but I just could not stay uh, seated to watch the last hour of Raw I felt like I was so drained I was so I just didn't have it in me after going to see Monday Night Raw live and then covering so much pro wrestling 
uh, for the podcast. I feel like I could not sit myself down to finish Monday Night Raw. So I don't know if anybody else felt a little so, bit tired, but yeah. yeah. I, I was going to do a little joke, but yeah, I think we should just... Uh, Go into some uh, shameless plugs. the ring news. Oh, do we have news? of any? Um, let me get I to that page. you always like to give Um <laughs> We pretty much touched everything, which is pretty amazing. Uh, we spoke about the everything. Yeah, I mean, the most that we can talk about is like... Uh, I'm surprised at the age that some um, of the wrestlers are. It's weird. Like, dude, yeah, like, all right, let me this just... Is, this, I mean, honestly, Christian, the whole age thing is going to tie into my market. Yeah, this believe, is really but. kind of weird. Like, Christian just turned 40. But he joins a list of, I think there were seven active wrestlers or 12 active... I think seven active wrestlers on the roster. Um, he joins, like, Kane, who's 46. Undertaker, who's 48. R-Truth is 41. Big Show's 41. Like, uh, uh, William Regal's up there. It's just weird, like, that there's so many 40-year-olds in the WWE currently wrestling. Uh, well, I mean, if you go back a few years, look at Batista. But please, do me a favor. You see, you see Kane, Undertaker, R-Truth, Big Show all over their 40s. When are we going to give these guys that are in their 20s that time to shine? Because right. these 40-year-olds Because before be you competing. know it... Before you know it, even 30-year-olds. Before you know it, Justin Gabriel's going to be 40 and done jack shit because exactly. WWE kept him down. Before you know it, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, they're going to be 30 years old. They're going to be 40 years old, and that's going to be doing jack shit. Big Show's 41. Because he- WWE did jack shit. Speaking about Big Show being 41, Big Show came to WWE when he was, what, 25, 23, something around there? Think about it. What, it was 20 years ago? Yeah. No, not 20 years ago. No. 99. 2009, 10 years ago, it was a bunch of 15 years, I, 14 years. Big Show's 41 right now. He's not, let's, okay, let's be realistic. Be with me for a moment. He is not going to last. Let's, I mean, he is so, he's gigantic. His knees have to be killing him. Every time he walks down to that ring, every time he takes a body slam or some sort of a, even going up and down the stairs or from the ring apron, his knees are taking a beating. He's 41 years old. He's not going to be able to be your main eventer forever. Yeah, I mean, the dude was, he was, what, you said it was, he's 41 now? Yes, sir. He he was 26, 27, 28 when he came to WWE. How crazy is that? It's, you know, 26, it's 27. The Undertaker was my age, I think, even younger when he first debuted in WWE. You know, and now these guys are, these larger-than-life characters are just getting up there in age let these new guys in. Let these new it's guys time, shine. It's time, it's time for them, it's time to, put for them, them to put them over, man. Exactly. I was going to oh, say Oh, that's the same weird. Thing. We said the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that was weird. Um, know what I'm going to say? It's time for some shameless plugs. Dave setting up his own thing. Always. Kaju, kaju. Shameless plugs. During Monday at Raw, many people promoted us. We are so thankful for all of you. Uh, some of these people, well, all of these people... Wrestling with subtitles, you can go follow them at Wrestle Subtitle. Wrestling Fanboy, go follow him at I Follow WWE. Heel Hicks at KRH944. Also, go follow Justin at Awesome256 and Melissa at Swim Me. Uh, thank you all very much for prom- promoting us during Monday Night Raw. If for every listener that listen that is currently listening right now, if you put out a promotional tweet for us during Monday Night Raw, we will make sure that we see that and we will put 
we will give you a plug on the podcast. Thank you, and it is much appreciated. Boss, what are you doing? I was just getting ready for my... Oh, really? You, yeah. You, yeah, I still have two more. No, I was, I know that. Yeah, I was okay. just getting ready for it. Uh, I like to be ready for things, David, so yeah. I could do things on time. Yeah, on time? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not under time. Cool story, Or off bro. time. Also, go check out Wrestle Jam. Um, they are straight out of Connecticut. Go check them out at Russell Jam CT and go like them on Facebook. Facebook.com slash, uh, slash Russell Jam. Uh, Russell Jam has taken place. We They saw Hollow Wicked, JT Dunn, Gran Akuma, and a ton of others. Um, they are trying to get 1,000 likes on their Facebook page. If Once they reach 1,000 likes, they will release their uh, most recent event on YouTube for you to enjoy. So go check it out, facebook.com slash Jam. Also, we have to give a big thank you to Team Awesome 418. These guys have put us over so hugely on their Facebook page. Yes, thank you so um, much for that. Yeah, they and they are great. They are one of my favorite groups on Facebook to uh, uh, engage in conversation because they do post a lot of uh, conversational items such as birthdays, rumors, uh, results, everything, you name it, they got it. So go check them out on Facebook, facebook.com uh, slash Team Awesome 418 and on uh, Twitter at Team Awesome 418. Thank you very much. Uh, Brandon, who are you shouting out? Well, hey there, listeners. This is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to Brandon Shoutouts. Oh, that's just nasty. Anti-shout-out time. On Saturday night, I went to Walmart, and I was on the checkout line when all of a sudden, this fat bitch who looked like Biggie Langston holds up the line to get a price check because she didn't believe the cashier when she told her the price. So, while waiting for a manager to come over, this bitch has the nerve to tell the cashier that she doesn't look happy and asks her what's wrong. Then goes up to say that it's not just tonight, it's every time she's in there and the cashier looks unpleasant and unhappy. I bet she's unhappy because she has to deal with dumbass fucking customers like this stupid bitch all day. Which I'm sorry for cursing there. I really am. Well, I'm not really sorry for cursing there, but... Oh, I love that anti-shout-out. <laughs> no, but honestly, I mean, I've never... I've literally, I've never been in, in Walmart before and seen so many people who could be featured on the People of Walmart website before. It's like so, some customers think that they're entitled to stuff. So anti-shout-out to that bitch that held up the line. Huge anti-shout-out. I almost said the C-word to her. I meant that. I don't See you care. next Tuesday? Yeah, I almost like, like, who the fuck is she to say that to somebody? Like, oh, why don't you look, why don't you look happy? Who are you? Like, every time I'm in here, you don't look happy. That's not And nice. all the cashier did was, oh, I'm so sorry about that. Like, oh, fuck you, Some you people bitch. aren't nice. But on a more positive note, I'd like to give a shout-out to High Spots. No, not you, Dave. High Spots, because I took advantage of their Black Friday deals and ordered a few masks from them. I ordered a, an Abyss mask. Yeah, what else? Uh, Pegasus Kid, who okay. everybody, if you don't know that, that was Chris Benoit's mask. Did you get the Liger? Yes, and I got Jushin Thunder Liger. That, that Liger is a really cool mask. Yeah. I'm, I'm still honored that we got to meet him. Yes, that was cool. Yeah. And the last shout-out goes to RF Video, because I took advantage of their Black Friday deals and finally ordered uh, the Pro Wrestling Syndicate Refuse to Lose from May 2012 and the MYWC Psycho Circus DVDs. 
which I've been wanting to order for a long time. So thank you to that. Yeah, I spent man. I spent way too much money on Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals. Like, yeah. Like I have three separate WWE shop orders. <laughs> You're insane, dude. Yeah. Lose your credit card, please. Nope. Um. Yeah. Uh, it's time for uh, Mark Out Moment of the Week. We will not forget it this week. No. Yeah, you forget that I like to set it up how we always set it up with our... Mark Out Moment of the Week! Yeah, so our Mark Out Moment of the Week this week honestly isn't even David's Mark Out Moment of the Week. I, I do think it's really cool, though. This, honestly, this goes back to the whole thing with my age. Because it's like, like fuck, I'm going to be 25 this, this coming year, oh, 2014. Oh, no, 25, jeez. Nah, it's practically 30. <laughs> yeah, Nobody I'm, wants I'm to only, turn 30. I'm only 28. Yeah, but uh, earlier today, on Tuesday, uh, Madison Square Garden held a press conference with Billy Joel, and they announced that Billy Joel will actually be their fourth franchise, joining the New York Rangers, Knicks, and the Liberty to... To be part of the Madison Square Garden family. Has that ever happened before? I don't think it's ever happened before, although kind of with... I mean, as far as I know, it's similar to uh, Jay-Z and why Barclay was, Center. Why, Jay-Z does like a performance? Well, no, cause, well, because he owned the Nets, like he always... And because he had stake in Barclay Center. But nobody like that has no stake in the comp in MS, you know, like any... Uh, to my that. knowledge, this has never happened before where that's, a that's franchise wild. like this has happened. So Billy Joel, basically, they announced that he'll be performing one concert a month, every month. At one con one concert a month every every month, month yeah really? at at Madison Square Garden as as long as there's demand for it so I kudos I, to Billy Joel for that big time always be in demand yeah but uh they I mean he already has the record at at Madison Square Garden with twelve consecutive sold out shows this one maybe he'll break his record with 13 14 15 we don't know how many are we going to be seeing be like are we going to be now seeing billy joel merchandise sold at msg maybe like, they they made a logo for it and everything there's, all a, right. there's a logo I'm really for intrigued it. about this like and I am curious to find out if this has happened uh, in any other arenas in regards to another musician yeah and, it, and my like, i mean my my mark out moment of the week came literally this morning when uh after the press conference, they announced the fifth show this year at Madison Square Garden was going to be May 9th, which is my birthday. It's Billy Joel's birthday. My 25th, his 65th. We're 40 years apart. So I think that's pretty cool. And that's that's my mark out moment of the week this week. Very I mean, good. Honestly, I, and I, I really do. I don't know if I'll be getting tickets, but I mean, how could I not go to see Billy Joel on my birthday, right? Yeah, you got it. Um, yeah, well, that, that was our show this week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to everybody who sent in questions very early on this week. Yeah, um, once again, I, I really do greatly appreciate every single person that did uh, submit a question and uh, comment to us, especially on such short notice. You guys are the best. Thank yes. you very much. And just as a reminder, you could follow us on Twitter at MarkinOut. You could like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash MarkinOut. Just YouTube marking out. You'll see all our videos there. Watch them all. Comment. Give it a thumbs up, maybe. Yeah. 
Um, you can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. You can follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. You can follow Chris on Twitter at ChrisSweenDog. And we, we wish, wish you the best of luck in your future, future endeavors. endeavors. Have a great week. All right.